Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your in- favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. My name is Josh Nason. On today's show, we're going to go over all the matches already announced for Bitter Taste on Saturday, February 24th. We'll also talk about the rest of the world of LW Squared and helping me do that, as always, is a man known as Mr. February. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people. You would be the first to ever call me Mr. February, but I'm definitely not a February hater. Love the month. How are you doing today? Yeah, things are good. Yeah, I get uh, a lot of wind here as well. And yeah, it's uh, not snowing. Usually we talk and there's huge winter weather out or something like that. But yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it was nice this week. It was like it's 60 here and, you know, get to the beach, brother, flexing those biceps. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, I got to get the pythons out. That's right, them off a little bit. That's right, brother. Get them out of the barn for the winter, for the summertime. <laughs> But yeah, things uh, things are going good. And yeah, we got uh, things been going really good for ticket sales, Randy, for a uh, bitter taste coming up here in uh, less than uh, two weeks' time, week and a half, give or take. Under 50 tickets remaining as we talk here on Wednesday afternoon, the big return to Yarmouth, Maine, of course. And yeah, things, uh, no big surprise, but it's always good to see the tickets flying off the shelves. Yeah, we're closing in on another sellout. Of course, this is going to stream live on IWTV. So if you want to enjoy it from the comfort of your own home, you can. But uh, there's no experience like being there live. So under 50 tickets remain. Uh, we're going to be shipping them out until next week. So uh, you got plenty of time to still grab them while they're there. Yeah. As always, buy them. If you know you're going, just hook them up ahead of time, buy them, and uh, and don't wait. Because yeah, tickets have been flying uh, basically for, I don't know, the last like five events, something like that. I mean, ticket sales are always strong, but definitely it's been, they've been selling out earlier and earlier in terms of uh you know getting really down to things a lot earlier than in the past so that's uh it's a great sign people are loving the shows and they're coming back and definitely buy early and buy often yeah it's been a different wave of support lately i mean we can feel it you know what i mean and uh i feel like it translates to the energy at these shows it's been a great run uh cup into the anniversary show and then into the stretch of the early part of this year so I'm excited to be back in February. I'm excited to let everybody know what we've got in store coming up later this year. But uh, a lot of fun to talk about that's on the table coming up on the 24th. That's right. Before we begin, uh, I want to ask you about this. We haven't talked in a couple of weeks. What have you thought as a promoter, as a booker yourself, what have you thought about the whole uh, Cody Rhodes, Rock, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins thing and kind of how this has gone on the past uh, couple of weeks? What's been your thoughts from afar? Dude, people are interested like never before. I, uh, and I think the conversation is just alive more than it typically is heading into WrestleMania season when you've got, you know, you pretty much know everything that's coming at you very early on, like a couple months out. And now uh, just a lot of intrigue around it, like a lot of a lot of talk on any feeds that I open up for social media from some people who, you know, generally aren't popping off about wrestling. And uh, that, I think that speaks volumes. Uh, what is it from your perspective? Yeah, I, I want to hold full judgment until I kind of see how everything plays out. I know that's very unpopular today in hot take culture to do that. But the early part, it's uh, I'm curious, and I assume we'll get the real story at some point because, you know, people like to talk and shit gets out. Uh, if, if this was the plan all along, because if so, it just it's kind of a an odd way to shoehorn the rock into this thing because forever it's been built up it's going to be the rock versus roman and that still could happen you know as we see here on wednesday by the time you know friday smackdown comes around that could change we could see you know one match one night and then one on the other 
It seems like they're going to go to a tag team match with Reigns and, and Rock versus Ro, uh, Rhodes and Rollins um, for night one. It's it's just I want to see how the whole thing plays out, but I'm I'm curious if this was the intent. If so, it just seems like a, a not really a straight line to get to where people kind of want to go in, in an unnecessary uh, um, uh, turn off the highway to to get the rock into this and yeah i I, i'm i'm interested to see if i'd love to know was the idea like was he the whole time always like i can't go in a singles match you know if he's just like i'm not gonna have i just not gonna be able to do a 20 minute mini event but i could do a tag team match that's all i can give you and then be like okay let's see what we can do with this i'm wondering if that's kind of what happened that's how they kind of backed into all this but it's a it's a weird way to kind of go about it at the end of the day i think the end will be what people want. I mean, they can't have, they can't have Reigns beat Cody again. They just, they just can't. And I understand they can, they just can't. And I, uh, so we'll see how this whole thing turns out, but you're right. There's been, um, this is like, I would say it's all people are talking about, but it is a lot of what people are talking about more so than like, uh, you know, Mercedes Monet, uh, debuting next month in, uh, AEW and, Looks like uh, Okada's coming as well. He could be announced on that show. They could do the same thing. You know, Danielson, very similar to what they did at uh, All Out a couple of years ago. Danielson and Cole just debut him in the same night. So, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. It's I'm I, I'm curious where it ends up and if they had to go through all these rigmaroles and if it was intentional or if something changed where they had to make a quick pivot or something. I I, I don't know. I'll be real. I've been I've been juiced for Rock versus Roman, probably more so than other people, like a lot more than other people around me. I know that for sure. But yeah, um, I uh, I mean, I, I think it's very similar to the trajectory Rock had when he first came back after a little layoff. He fucking teamed up. Maybe it was Cena against Miz and R-Truth, did a little tag came back did a match and then uh set up another big match for a year later maybe maybe my timeline is wrong but uh yeah. i don't think there's any way that we get out of this in a few years without rock versus roman so yeah just good sit point. back and enjoy the ride good point good point all right well let's get to uh, enjoying the ride for heading to bitter taste where did the name come from by the way i'm always curious about that a Billy Idol song, a uh, song that he wrote about uh almost dying and then a new lease on life and uh you know, we might have a new lease on the Limitless Wrestling World Championship after this show. Rip Bison oh, ripped boy. off in the prime of life, and now mm. he's got his shot. Channing Thomas can only run for so long before Rip catches up, and it all comes to a head February 24th, and I couldn't be more stoked for it. Uh, who said millennials can't get deep, huh, Randy? <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes, no. Sometimes <laughs> the name just sounds cool. We've talked about those <laughs> ones before, too. But if it fits the circumstance and it hits, uh, it's yeah. going to work. I'm going to talk. They've always told me too. You know, it's got to be a hashtag too. You who, can hashtag bitter taste. Some of these ones that we've done before, I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking, man?" Yeah. Who who's they? Who's telling you this? I don't. I talked to so many people just about oh. you know hashtag. Honestly, like the first person to ever like tell me to take hashtag seriously in terms of like live events and Twitter and shit was Joey Janela back in the day, mm. and uh, echoed by our producer Harry Aaron. He's always ahead of the game in terms of. Uh, what the production's going to look like and how to get the hashtag out there. But uh, it is cool, man, to, to be able to track the conversation with those watching, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be, um, as a cool connection point. Well, Joey Janelle, what's he ever done? 
It's, it's, yeah, this guy, unbelievable. unbelievable. Anyway, let's get on to this show. So Bitter Taste coming up Saturday, February 24th. The Yarmouth Arena, Yarmouth Ambets uh, in uh, beautiful Yarmouth, Maine. Again, uh, less than 50 tickets remaining as of now. Of course, it's going to be less by the time you're hearing this. But headlines. So we got some matches made official. And we also have uh, some other talent on the show made official. This is exciting. So, again, we talked about last uh, last time out, but it is uh, it was made official that night, actually. We have the Limitless Wrestling World title, Channing Thomas defending against Rip Bison. Of course, you know the story at this point. And Rip, uh, Rip, Rip made his uh, surprise return in January and challenged Channing to a match right then and there, basically wanted him to honor what he had done way back in August. It feels it's crazy. It was way back in August that all this happened at the Vacation Land Cup and said, okay, put the title on the line tonight, just like I did back then. And of course, Sidney Bacabella, no interest in doing that and said, well, if it's going to happen, we'll look at February. And uh, luckily, you were able to make that deal that night. Cheney Thomas defending against Rip Bison. Uh, we'll talk more about this in the final preview show next week. But my uh, my excitement for this, and you just mentioned a minute ago, is, is not diminished at all. It's only anticipating as we get closer. A lot of history between these two guys. And Rip has been pissed for six months and finally gets to unleash us on Channing Thomas to get to some sort of revenge what happened on that August night. Yeah, it's been a tough road, too, for Channing Thomas at this point. I mean, uh, a no-rules fight with Ace Romero. You had to go through JT Dunn, Desmond Cole to get to this point, and then you feel like you've taken everybody out and Ripper returns from Japan, and he's been waiting for this day. You know, day by day since August, got put in a bad situation, and, of course, Sidney Bacabella, Channing Thomas, they figure out a way to weasel out of any of these scenarios, but... Now, I, you know, we, we've talked about it at length on this podcast. I think we'll hear from Rip Bison maybe next week leading up to this contest. But this means everything to Rip. I mean, this was, uh, this was a part of the dream checklist, you know, getting the championship, going to Japan. And he was going to hit it all at once. And it's, it's very unique in terms of the timing of this, too, that Rip legitimately has a chance to do to Channing what Channing did to him as Channing is preparing for a trip to Germany with WXW hoping to take right. the Limitless Championship over there for their tournament weekend. But Rip Bison, just a few weeks ahead of it, can walk out Limitless Wrestling World Champion and rectify what happened in August. So could be could be sweet. Could be sweet. That's a great point. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, Rip uh, took that trip to Japan, as you just mentioned, has come back leaner, meaner. Uh, I didn't know if that was possible, but he is uh, he is hell-bent on uh, avenging that loss. And Channing, you know, he's a, this is a looking for his third uh, successful title defense in um, in Limitless and fourth overall, I believe, the the one uh, the day after he won. And then also, he's got a singles winning streak. Granted, dates uh, sits at eleven, and so that's uh, that's no nothing to sneeze at as well. And of course, pick up that uh, victory in January over Desmond Cole and JT Dunn. I think uh, if you ask JT Dunn, he might say that he should be the champion after uh, Bacabella uh, returned. From the back, and uh, just as JT was about to win the title, and all that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to see. But yeah, six months in the making. We'll talk more about this next week, and yeah, hopefully we'll hear from Rip. And gonna be pretty wild. Channing Thomas defending against Rip Bison, and this one is also gonna be wild. This we had a feeling it was gonna happen in January, but uh, it was confirmed. Sammy Callahan making his return to Limitless Wrestling, taking on Ace Romero, and I just did a write up on the site for this. Uh, last night or uh, this week, as you're as you're listening to this, and so this is a uh, these guys have had a had fought once before in Limitless, but these guys have a long rivalry that extends like all over the place and all over the U.S. 
goes back to, I believe, yeah, de uh, December 2016 was their first match against each other. They've been in singles matches, tag team matches, trio matches, and then uh, their last meeting was part of a Cage of Horrors match, Wrestling Revolver, uh, way back in uh, December 2019. And yeah, four years later, uh, give or take, they're going to be clashing once again. This is, uh, yeah, so that night, Ace Romero, of course, after being Hazard, and he is, uh, what I like about this, and we talked about this on, on the wrap-up show, was that Ace came in, he did this promo, and there's no, like, um, like there's, I want, I want to say humility, but he's like, he's very focused and like, I'm going to go through everyone and I'm going to get back to the limitless wrestling world title. There's no like sad promo. There's no nothing. He is pissed and he wants to, he wants that title. He's going to go back through anyone. And that night he called out Callahan. He didn't wait. He's called out Callahan. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little more about uh, Callahan in a minute, what he's going to be doing before the show. But this is a, this should be a good one. These guys, again, have had a rivalry. It's basically about 50-50 if you look back on the records. These guys have done it. They're going to do it again in Limitless, and this should uh, this should be great. Yeah, a lot of our OG Southern Maine fans have felt the intensity when these two are in the ring, but it's uh, it's crazy. You just uh, you never know what to expect with Romero in general, but when you throw Sammy Callahan in the mix, who's one of the most unpredictable dudes in wrestling, uh, I don't know what you get out of this. Uh, they've been waiting to clash singles for a long time again. Uh, I think in really two different places now. Of course, Callahan coming off a long run with Impact Wrestling. This is the first time really uh, anything outside of like Wrestling Revolver and Impact that he's done in a long time because uh, just hitting the scene as this year started again on the indies. Uh, been a minute since Sammy Callahan has been around. It's been a minute since he's been in Limitless. Uh, a really long time, actually, since he's been around. So to come back like this, uh, of course, Romero, you know, when you call your shot as big as this, against Sammy Callahan, you better not miss because Callahan uh, is not one to take anyone lightly. And we, we've seen him have some wild matches here in Limitless. So uh, I can't wait to see, especially at this point in their careers, uh, how this one shakes out. Romero, of course, uh, a lot of his early career was shaped by Sammy Callahan. They had that match in Limitless at hybrid moments back in the day. Uh, Sammy took him to his limit. And it was after that match that Romero really made the decision to pick up and move his life to Ohio to completely just, you know, strip down everything that he knew about pro wrestling and say, all right, uh, I want to come learn from you. You're one of the best. Uh, you do it how I want to do it, you know? And uh, it was a big move for Romero. It paid off. It, it got him a contract to impact wrestling when it was all said and done and uh, started that chapter of his life. But now Romero, you know, as you said, he's focused. He's determined right now. He knows he needs to get back to the top, back in prime position and uh, almost back to his roots. With a big call out like this, a big match situation for Ace Romero, and I love to see him in him. So uh, we'll see how this shakes out. Yeah, this will be Callahan's first appearance uh, in Limitless since uh, November 2017. And let's talk real quick. Uh, you know, this won't really affect fans going, but I was interested to see that he is going to be holding a, a seminar uh, before the show for you know various wrestlers from the Northeast that uh, people have to sign up for. And also, as part of that, it's going to be a wrestling revolver tryout. Why don't you tell us about this? Yeah, not very often we get to host uh, seminars of this stature, but Callahan, a rare Northeast appearance, so we're teaming it up with a seminar as well. Uh, any any wrestlers with uh, training experience, if you're looking to learn from one of the best and looking to learn you know, what TV companies may be looking for, how to brand and market yourself. Uh, and on top of it, you get a chance to try out for wrestling revolver, who... I really think is ahead of the curve in terms of uh, what they're doing for live event production. Of course, that's Sammy's company. 
Uh, they're running all over the Midwest and uh, bringing in talent from really all over the country, all over the world. So a uh, chance to break into a new market, chance to break into a new company with Sammy. And uh, he's someone who really goes to bat for people who he believes in and sees something in. So could be a golden opportunity for a few folks who participate. But uh, if you're a wrestler listening to this, if you want to get in, uh, just DM us any of the Limitless Wrestling socials or send an email to LimitlessWrestling at Yahoo.com and you can reserve. Interesting stuff. Yeah, and you can also watch the full Sammy Callahan versus Acer Maranach on YouTube, on Limitless Wrestling's YouTube. Just go to their channel and just uh, search uh, Acer Maranach versus Sammy Callahan. It'll come right up. And you could also look in the news post if you don't feel like digging. It's right at the bottom of that. So, yeah, Sammy Callahan versus Acer Maranach 2 in terms of Limitless Wrestling coming up on the 24th. And this one, uh, I believe we talked about this last time, but, I mean, we talk, talk about it every day. Leo Rush taking on Alec Price. This is going to be, uh, this was one of those out of nowhere uh, announcements, which I love. I had no idea this is coming, which uh, which is great. And yes, yeah, is Leo Rush's first match uh, back in Linux since April 2017. Of course, Alec Price, I don't need to tell you what he's done, former Linux world champion. He's been gone since the uh, loss to uh, rival Desmond Cole in their essentially their Anything Goes match. Um, I still remember that. <laughs> Shot through the through the board at the end of that, our last man standing match, rather, and just uh, yeah, the boards that got involved. That was a, a vicious match, and yeah, Alec Price has not been in limitless since. But both guys looking to prove something. Uh, yeah, this is a they've done battle once before, and that was uh, a year ago, just over a year ago at a Beyond show. But a lot's happened for both guys, and yeah, this is a. I, I think that I, I I would say if there's a, a show full of matches that people are really looking forward to. This definitely is right at the top of the list. This is uh, this is going to be pretty entertaining. Yeah, I'm hyped for this one. I mean, this is uh, as top tier as you can get when it comes to indie wrestling matches. Uh, Alec Price, who's on an absolute tear right now. As you said, last time we saw him, of course, Desmond Cole getting to settle the score with Alec. But dude's virtually untouchable in Limitless Wrestling. Of course, former Limitless champion. Um, and he's really seen an uptick in his career in the past year. I think he's uh, just all over the country now with uh, companies like GCW. Of course, he's wrestling all the time in the Northeast as well, uh, breaking into the Cleveland market with AIW. But uh, coming back to his roots, uh, Limitless Wrestling at this show and uh, a big match ahead of him in Leo Rush, who uh, just like Sammy Callahan, you kind of have to catch at the right time. And uh, luckily, we are getting Leo back in the room for the first time in nearly seven years and what a, what a match to throw at him, man. Uh, I think these dudes are going to light it up, and there's nothing more you can say. Yeah, this is going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, Leo Rush taking on Alec Price. And, yeah, we'll see, you know, with uh, with Alec, you know, he's former Olympus champion, had that long run, and has not been able to get kind of back to that that upper level uh, despite performing at a top level. So, I mean, what's better than that is to – can't be the champion fight against guys that could be the champion and leo rush is one of those guys and and um yeah i mean his speed in in front of a in you know so many people see him for bigger crowds you know but to see him i think in the in yarmouth it's going to be seeing that speed in person is going to be like i think it's going to blow people away and that's that's that that's the stuff that's really cool you get to see this stuff uh it's such a small environment is uh with 400 500 of your favorite friends. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty cool, good place to be. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's legitimately one of my favorites to watch because he's just like makes incredible feats of athleticism look effortless. And then uh, that's just over and over and over again. And Alec, I feel like kind of fits in that same category. And as you said, he's kind of been looking to find his traction again since losing the championship. Of course, 
you know, saw his cup aspirations slip away via Desmond Cole. Couldn't get off the schneid in that last man standing match, but this could be the perfect get right for Alec Price to get him back in title contention if he can take out Leo here. That's right. Speaking of Alec Price, his rival, we just mentioned Desmond Cole. He's got an interesting one that's newly announced as uh, we're recording on this Wednesday. Desmond Cole is going to take on Charles Mason, of course, of Rich and Powerful, House of Glory champion, has been doing his thing at GCW, made his return with Richard Holiday uh, last month, kind of a surprise appearance for both, uh, at least for um, uh, for Richard Holiday. But Charles Mason versus Desmond Cole, these two have, uh, have hooked it up before uh, as part of the Vacation Land Cup tournament. But yeah, this is a uh, you know Des is looking to get back. You know he is his uh, his first uh, title opportunity did not go as planned, and so he wants to get back in the mix as well. And who better than to do that against or to face is, is Charles Mason, a guy who has come close to earning a limitless world title shot before, uh, but has not got there yet. Of course, capable of anything. So these two guys know each other, and they're going to hook it up in a uh, bitter taste. This should be quite something. Yeah, this feels like one of the few dragons left to slay for Desmond Cole. Of course, Charles Mason uh, defeating him in the opening round of the Cup a couple years ago, getting to the finals of the 2022 Vacation Land Cup. And after that loss, that was the last time we saw Charles Mason around for a long time. So uh, very interesting that these two getting thrown together once again soon after Mason's return. And uh, what a return it was, like you said, bringing Richard Holiday into the mix. I'm, I'm not sure what to expect from the rich and powerful moving forward. It's always unpredictable when you got Mason around and now he's got holiday in tow as well. But Desmond, uh, he's been in a couple situations lately. Of course, that triple threat title match comes to mind where, uh, you know, the forces around him kind of forced him into a bad spot where he wasn't able to come out with a win, but uh, on his own, Des has been cooking. I mean, take, take some of the multi-man situations out of this. Des has been cooking on his own. And uh, I think really showed he could hang in that match we just talked about with Alec Price. I think surprised a lot of people that uh, he was able to overcome in that big match situation. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a matter of time before one of these guys does move their way up the ladder. But uh, this is where it all shakes out. I mean, we're, we're kind of looking at cup season in the distance. Uh, these guys, of course, uh, have that loose end from the 2022 Vacation Land Cup that Des, of course, wants to tie up and Mason wants to prove that wasn't a fluke, him getting to the finals and overcoming Desmond Cole in that scenario. And uh, too straight for Charles Mason. I mean, that he's cooking with something there if he can get that going. Mm. Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, it's the uh, VLC opening round, Charles Mason taking on and defeating Desmond Cole back in uh, 2022, as you mentioned. So, yeah, uh, nearly two years later, uh, one and a half years later, give or take. Yeah, to have a chance to do it again. So everything comes around. Time's a flat circle, Randy. Desmond Cole taking on Charles Mason, and uh, we'll see who wins that one. And this is a new one, and this is an interesting one because it involves a returning Limitless wrestler and someone I think is new to the promotion, if I remember right. So, of course, above the rest, we know these guys, Tristan Ty and, um, uh, oh, my God, Gabriel Sky. Get uh, my rhyming mixed up there. But, yeah, these two guys come back, of course, off the big win over the now former MSP. It's still crazy to think that. Uh, above the rest, returning and taking on the unit. So Danny Miles and Tripolicious. Now, Danny Miles, Randy, well, we talked about uh, interesting show names, you know. So the, la the last show that Danny Miles was on, do you remember when that was? I would guess that it was the teaming with Toto Loco against the Minutemen. Nope. No. Was it singles uh, match? It was a singles match. Was it uh, Alexander Lee? Nope. I'm off. I don't know. So it was at 
<laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you the name of the show. This show cracks me up. Do what you love. Fuck the rest fest. Oh my God. That was the, yes, we did a music collaboration event. Yeah. The set or uh, January or sorry, February, 2017 at the uh, post 84 in Orno. Wow. He took yeah. on, uh, I always mess this guy's name. Mike, Gra- Mike Grasha. Mike Grasa, yeah. Grasa, yes, that was okay. your that was wow. your opener. Yeah, yeah that Danny totally Miles. My mind. I knew he had wrestled. Uh, he had wrestled Alexander Lee. That might have been his first Limitless match, but uh, yeah, it's been legit a long ass time since we had Danny Miles in the room. All right, so tell us about the unit, Danny Miles and Tripleicious. How this came together? Yeah, so I mean, we've seen uh, an iteration of the unit for a short time period. Fans remember a couple years ago, uh, the short lived Ace Romero JT Dunn tandem. Uh, but now we got a couple real pillars of the group that's uh, kind of been uh, taken around New England, uh, really got its roots in chaotic wrestling with JT Dunn, uh, putting together a group of kind of, uh, you know, unrecognized, underrated, and uh, honestly, guys who just deserved a bigger platform in New England, some stalwarts in Danny Miles, Tripolicious, and there's been different iterations of the group throughout the years, but Danny Miles and Trips have remained constants, and that's what they've been throughout New England for years. And joining forces, doing it together, they've become quite the force as a tag team. And above the rest, they've been very vocal as we go into this new year. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities and a lot up for grabs in the Limitless Wrestling Tag Division. And we put it out there. I mean, uh, what teams do you want to see in Limitless Wrestling? What teams want to step up to a match like this? And really, you know, it's it's sink or swim against a team like above the rest because they're going to take it to you no matter what. So you've got to be up for the challenge. And I think Danny Miles, Tripolicious, a couple guys who have seen, you know, pretty much everyone to come through the Northeast, the New England area. Uh, they're going to be they're battle tested. They're going to be ready for a match like this, any style, anywhere. So uh, I'm excited, man. A couple bruisers taking it to above the rest here. Uh, going to be a little out of the norm for what above the rest has had in Limitless. Yeah. Has either of these guys been on a Let's Wrestle show? Never. No. Uh, Interesting. Danny, okay. Danny has done a few shots for Limitless, probably three or four throughout his time. And we've never uh, we've never had Tripolicious up here. Interesting. OK. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So the first time that Danny uh, competed for you was back at no drop kicks in the living room against Alexander Lee. He followed that up with uh, that was the let me go back here and look. Oh, Xavier Bell at uh, Risk It for the Biscuit in uh, October 2016. Oh, then, my God. Yeah. And then it was the tag with Toto. Yeah. Who watches the Watchmen at the New Balance Fieldhouse? You had a show at the at the Fieldhouse in Orno? We did. It was uh, that one was in conjunction with a horror convention that was going on uh, throughout that weekend <laughs> over there. Slick Wagner Brown was on that show. Holy shit. He certainly that. was. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, the, the, the other match I was just talking about. Yeah. Before. Yeah. No kidding. Huh? Interesting stuff. But anyway, Danny Miles making his return to Limitless and bringing Triple Ishes with him. So talk more about maybe that uh, a little bit more next week. But, Randy, a couple other announced names for the card. This one really caught my attention. Megan Bain, the Megasis, making her debut in Limitless Wrestling. Let's talk about her. Yeah, about time, huh? I mean, uh, just recently coming back from a six-month tour in Japan with Stardom. I was one half of the Stardom match of the year over there and just... Anywhere she goes on an absolute tear, commands attention. I believe she's only 25, 26 years of age. So mm. getting an early uh, early head start on this and uh, killing it in Japan, coming back over here. And I think the run in the U.S. is going to be just the same. Yeah, and she's at 5'11". Wow, so she's uh, she's got some size to her. I mean, just it's she's going to be a force, that's for sure. Yeah, she's been uh, under a W contract for quite some time. I think it was right before... 
She tore her knee up. If you remember that, she was starting to get some run on, I think it was AW Dark or something like that. And started to get like a couple wins. And of course, just I tore her knee and, and was out for a while. But yeah, I guess as far as, as of November, she was, uh, she had been on contract with AW for a while. But yeah, she's been uh, working started, working shows. And yeah, she's coming to Limitless. That's, uh, that is very exciting. And then, uh, of course, always exciting, Randy. Ricky Smokes coming back at the Smoke Show himself. And you never know he's going to stay on the mic. He's had, as we've talked about, he's had some a rough go of it the past uh, few months in Limitless with Art coming apart and you know his uh, his rivalry, of course, with Aaron Rourke. The last time we saw him, of course, in January, uh, nailing Aaron Rourke with a chair from behind and uh, really hurting Aaron Rourke. Scary moment there. So, I mean, who knows what the Smoke Show is going to have uh, in his mind coming into Yarmouth again. I don't know what it's like being in Ricky Smokes' head right now because – I mean, it's undeniable the dude is super talented. I think that Ricky is an incredible athlete, but unfortunately he knows that. I mean, his head's the size of a fucking hot air balloon sometimes. And uh, I just, it's been erratic lately. It's been manic a little bit. Like it's, Ricky's just off the handle. And, uh, you know, it really has been since the impromptu cup qualifier against Aaron Rourke that I think in that moment smokes, felt up to that point that he was superior to Rourke was the better man. And in a one-on-one scenario could come out on top and it just didn't pan out for him. And of course, uh, you know, the crowd coming around at the same time to Aaron Rourke really getting behind him and smokes. I mean, he had to feel isolated at that point. I don't want to disregard that because, you know, you, you see this tag team partner, he was a guy that you kind of came up with in the ranks of art and, establish yourself in limitless with and now he's going on to do better things and getting crowd support getting people behind him it's got to eat you up a little bit of course ava's overseas at that point living her dream on an international journey um i don't know where that left ricky i I don't know where that headspace drives you but i think we've seen over the past few months that it drives you a little crazy i mean taking out aaron rourke at the anniversary show um this past show taking him out again with a steel chair, as you said, which, I mean, we don't condone shit like that. And I think what goes around comes around and Smokes is eventually going to have to meet his maker, but uh, we'll just put it out there. I mean, Rourke is not scheduled to be in Yarmouth on February 24th. So I'm not sure what's next for Ricky Smokes. I think he's really got to figure it out and get it together because the talent has never wavered. It's his head. It's Ricky Smokes losing his temper, going mad, and just, I mean, we saw it even in, with that tag match, uh, teaming with Ava. Not to say that their relationship was groovy and they were always getting along, because they surely weren't. But it was very apparent that Ricky Smokes didn't know. It, it, he was fixated on Aaron Rourke, but he didn't know what to do, where to be. Um, he's losing his head a little right now. And that might make him even more dangerous if you get, you know, if you pull the Ricky Smokes card on a show like this. But he's got to figure it out soon. He's got to figure it out soon. And I don't know what has to be done to rectify this situation with him and Aaron Rourke, but we will see the smoke show back in action in February. Richard Holiday uh, will be in the house as well. Do we know if he's going to be in action yet? Is that a bit of a surprise or what's going on here? I, uh, I, I get what I know from Charles Mason in terms mm-hmm. of the rich and powerful. So I know Richard Holiday is going to be in the room with Charles Mason. And uh, that's about the extent that I know. Interesting stuff. You're good to see him again. Of course, always good to see Gabby Forza. Boy, she's going to be a limitless regular. This is great. Yeah, Gabby Forza picking up her first win last time, of course, teaming with Aaron Rourke uh, against Ricky Smokes and Ava as they tried to rekindle what was left of art. Of course, nothing there. Ricky Smokes backing off the tag and leaving Ava out to dry. But 
uh, Gabby looking to build on that success or first win. And uh, we'll see what's next for her. And this is a interesting pairing. We have the Brats coming in, making their debut as a team. The Brats made up of Paris Van Dale and Shannon Levangi. Shane Levangi, to my recollection, has been in Limitless Wrestling once, and I think it was against Ava Everett. If I remember right, I could be completely wrong about that. It. I did. Good. And then she's also, she's made uh, quite a few appearances for, for Let's Wrestle in the past. And Paris Van Dale, of course, you remember uh, from the road. She was on that series quite a bit and uh, teaming with, um, oh my God, his name just slipped my mind. Armani um, Chaos. Armani Chaos. Yes, Armani Chaos. Yeah, so Paris Van Dale and Shane Levangi apparently formed a team, tag team called the Brats, and they are coming to Limitless Wrestling for the very first time. I'm excited for Paris and Shannon. I don't know if everybody's going to be excited to see Paris and Shannon like this, but uh, Paris really uh, kind of leading a new charge for herself right now. And uh, as you said, we got our first glimpse of Paris Van Dale on the road, a very young Paris teaming with Armani Chaos and uh, honestly getting some work done very early on in their career. And of course, uh, she's really revitalized herself in the past year. Uh, found new direction with uh, the Brats, Shannon Levangi, and of course, Zeta Steele, who they've formed quite the uh, impressive trio on Wrestling Open recently. And Shannon and Paris now bringing that to Limitless. Uh, maybe maybe joining forces in this scenario is going to work out better for them because up to this point, you know, we've seen Shannon, we've seen Paris both in Let's Wrestle, but they haven't been able to find their footing in Limitless Wrestling throughout the years. And sometimes, and we've seen it on numerous occasions, it's easier to get that foot in the door together than it is solo. And maybe they can get some work done here. But uh, we're going to experience the Brats firsthand for the first time, February 24th in Yarmouth. Interesting stuff, huh? Paris Mandale, Shannon Levangi making uh, making their debuts. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this is uh, shaping up to be an, an interesting card. You know, have some debuts, of course, and some returns, some rematches, a little bit of everything. Good stuff. Yeah, this card's uh, coming together. Can't wait to talk about uh, more about it next week. And yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's wrap up. Oh, uh, before we go, of course, let's talk about Let's Wrestle. Anything new with uh, Let's Wrestle coming up? Yeah, so uh, we're back. Fairfield Community Center on Saturday, May 4th. Uh, BRG defending the Let's Wrestle Championship against big country Jason Maverick right in his hometown. Uh, hometown boy in a, uh, in a venue that really uh, his father was a big part of building. A referee, Joey Gleitz, uh, who was with us for many years, was with IWE for many years before that when uh, they started running events at the Fairfield Community Center. So uh, could be a very special moment in the works for Maverick there. Uh, POS have a Let's Wrestle Tag Team Championship open challenge. It's not just the Limitless Wrestling Tag Team Division that's got a lot of openings right now. Let's Wrestle, uh, they've put out the call. Any teams in Limitless, Let's Wrestle, New England, the Northeast, uh, wherever you want to travel from for a fight, they want to put the belts up against the best. So uh, big call out there. Uh, just announced today, actually, Pro Wrestling's number one point guard, Jermaine Marbury, who's mm -hmm. been uh, really tearing it up in the Northeast. He's going to be making his Let's Wrestle debut Little Mean Kathleen making her Let's Wrestle return on this event. Uh, tickets on sale now. Front row is all sold out, but GA tickets available for just $15 on our website. Interesting stuff. Yeah, good stuff there. And of course, uh, what's, oh, I was going to say, I miss BRG in Let Limitless Wrestling. I know he's obviously doing his thing in Let's Wrestle and MLW and, and all that as well. I, you know, I, I kind of miss seeing him in, in uh, Limitless Wrestling. I think it'll be popping up pretty soon. I uh, I saw somebody else say that recently as well, and I think we got to get BRG back in the mix. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. But let's get uh, some plugs, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Of course, uh, not only can you watch 
the best of recent limitless wrestling action on PMC channel five, eight 30 PM in Portland, gray Westbrook, actually Sunday at 1 AM, Wednesday at 10 30 PM, Thursdays at 2 PM, Friday at 8 PM. I got to update my times there. You can also, if you live in Enfield, Connecticut, you can see it on PA TV channel 15 on Saturdays, 11 30 AM and also 9 30 PM. I don't know this uh, course debuted a couple weeks ago and, has it taken Enfield, Connecticut by storm, Randy? I haven't followed along the story yet. I mean, that I do not know, but uh, I, I saw Sydney Bacabella earlier today confirm that uh, mm-hmm. it's the most watched television show in Maine, over 900,000 mm-hmm. weekly viewers. So uh, wow. anything out of Bacabella's mouth, I got to believe. Interesting stuff, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, Limitless Wrestling taking over. Of course, IWTV. Pluto TV as well, if you have that. Mojo at the Dojo, that series. Social media, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter. My name is Josh Nason. I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs, which includes Bitter Taste coming up Saturday, February 24th. If you're going, buy your tickets now. Under 50 left as of this recording. Probably going to be less by, by the time this day is done with the way this card's coming together. Of course, follow the socials for updates and we'll talk to you for a final preview next week. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, be limitless.